Hi, everybody. Welcome to Eminem, where you're going to get your dose of mess from Matt and Noel about your favorite movies, shows, and anything pop culture that is, you know, hitting the Twitter and the Instagram and all the popular spheres. Today's topic is going to be catfights. We, Matt and I, watch a bunch of, you know, reality shows, um, whether it's Bad Girls Club or Flavor of Love or Drag Race or Housewives. And, you know, they're always fighting. So we figured why not make a show and kind of um, talk about how, what we think, our opinion and all of that jazz. Yeah, definitely. Because I think um, a lot of times you and I align, but there are some times we differ (laughs) in our opinions about how certain fights play out. So And today is going to be one of those times, of course. I can already tell. (laughs) And I'm ready Um, for it. Well, talking about Shade, I, like, you know, I'm a big Real Housewives fan. I don't know, last year I kind of just had this campaign to get everybody to watch Potomac because it was becoming, Seriously. Like, the um the little boat that could. I mean, Potomac at one point, nobody even knew what the hell it was. Nobody knew where it was, and now it's, like, arguably one of the best shows of the housewives franchise in my opinion and last year i think what really well before that you know every season there was a scandal and i think that's what was making it top tier but last year the big scandal was you know the physical altercation between uh monique and candace yes and that was insane i was watching that live it was a whole moment it was like the Super Bowl for us gays. Like, I was Team Monique. No, I actually wasn't. I was Team Candace up until the fight. I really was. I remember. I remember you seeing all your tweets and being like, "Whoa, how the fuck are you Team Monique?" Like, <laughs> up until the fight. And I, th- I think the reason being is because I could see Giselle being the puppet master to Monique. Giselle literally warped that entire storyline that um that year and then Monique fell for it and then she, Candace was the one who kind of got the brunt of it was Candace popping off at the mouth fuck yeah so I think that's when it happened what really turned me against Candace was the aftermath and you know that even changed recently but it was the aftermath that turned it off and again it was Giselle orchestrating the aftermath because in the beginning Monique was going to give an apology I felt like she was talking to the girls first and then she was going to go talk to Candace. Given, personally, she should have talked to Candace first. She was the person who got attacked. But it was Giselle's stunt and the way she was carrying on that really made Monique shut down. She went straight into defense, which when you get attacked, even verbally, you're going to naturally, naturally build up a wall, aren't you? So that's what she did. She built up a wall because Giselle bought a bodyguard to a meeting. Like, And then Candace said the lawsuit. And I was like, uh... Okay, girl. That's when I started to lose the Candace side. Was the sticky notes up on the house? Now my opinion has slightly changed. A year, like almost a year later from the fight, and I, I can tell you why. Right? Wait, before we get into that, has your opinion changed on the fight or on Candace? On the fight. So I think I was so team Candace because, or no, team Monique in the beginning because I I have been in fights. I know exactly what riled me up to then get into a fight with someone. But I think in some personal reflection on those fights, I was always attacked first. 
or either if it wasn't me, it was someone close to me was attacked, you know? So I never was the initiator, you know? Not to say that I couldn't have been, because there were some times that, you know, I felt like I was there. But I think in life, um, the best teacher is experienced. So, you know, after this year I've experienced some, some, you know, some craziness. And, you know, once I got put in one of those situations, then I think my opinion changed because it's like, okay, what warrants you to attack somebody, right? And there are certain things that I think will be like, okay. And one of them is like, you know, your mama jokes, you know? <laughs> no, no, seriously, your mama jokes that are going too far. You know, you're talking about my mother or you're talking about somebody who's dead. You know, those are the types of things that I expect, or somebody's children. That's going to warrant an attack. Candace didn't say none of that to Monique, personally. She um... didn't. What I think she called her a liar, though. Yeah, I mean, everybody lies. If someone called me a liar, that it depends. It depends on what they're calling me a liar about. You know, like if I'm saying like, I don't know, I can't think of all the types of scenarios. But in retrospect, Candace, you cannot pop off at the mouth, Monique. You cannot hit nobody because nothing was said, in my opinion that could have taken, that should have allowed her to hit her. Candace was just popping off at the mouth. And that's annoying. And I know I've been on the receiving end and you want to hit them because you're like, okay, you won't shut up. Let me shut your mouth up for you. But you cannot physically attack somebody. You just can't. There, there has to be a line. You know what I mean? We can't okay that. And that's, I think, where I have changed. Because once you okay that, you okay that across the board for every type of situation where somebody is popping off at the mouth and then you're attacking. You can you know, you yeah. you can't okay that. And I agree. I mean, you know, when when it happened live, so everybody was aware and everybody was dragging Candace because right before in season four, Candace was being like the villain basically of season four, ironically. But she was kind of the villain, and especially when it came to her relationship with Monique. And I think Monique, you know, was one of the most loved housewives. So everybody was kind of like backing her and um, attacking Candace. And I was, you know, Team Monique. I always liked Monique. I always liked Candace, but I think she was a little annoying in season four. So whenever it happened, I was like, okay, you know. And so then whenever it started airing, I was like, Monique, what are you doing? Why are you being so cringe? Don't make me switch sides. Like, I, I don't blame you for being like low-key team Candace in the beginning because she was very calm she wasn't engaging with Monique she wasn't like she was trying really hard to um to not get into that kind of battle with her and I respect that honestly um and so when the fight happened like I I'm not gonna lie like I was shocked because you know the way that it was presented to us a year before was very different from the way it happened you know, we were kind of told that Candace started the fight. And it is very, like, confusing if you watch it. But Monique did basically start the physical altercation of the fight. You she know, did. Even though Candace, you know, put her hand under her chin, Monique's the one that started flipping the hair. And I think that's where it, it just went left. You know, because, you know, as annoying as Candace is, I don't know. It was just, it just happened so fucking fast. I can't, I can't even imagine what it was like to be there. You know what I mean? Um, I think 
why I was so team Monique, though, is because there was a lot of hypocrisy. There was a lot of hypocrisy from the four girls that were trying to basically shame Monique for doing what she did. And I just didn't appreciate that. There was a lot of emphasis on her being a Black woman, which I felt kind of annoyed because that kind of um, biased isn't, you know, it, that's not treated for the white girls who are doing basically the same thing. You know, there was even a, a disclaimer right before the reunion when they showed it that Bravo doesn't condone violence, which is hilarious considering... It's bullshit. That. Considering that, bullshit. considering that that same year, a white girl dragged another white girl in the hair and there was no mention of, you know, Bravo not condoning that. So I really didn't appreciate how Monique was being held to the fire, you know, in 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 the terms of like I, representing black women, especially from girl like from women that have done the same thing, like Robin uh, threatened Ashley to beat her up at the reunion. She put her hand in her face in season Robin two. Robin was all in Ashley's face. Exactly. And all of a sudden, yeah. she's too good for, for this. I Oh, we don't do this. You're not a good role model to the... And I get it. Like, you don't... You guys don't like Monique. I get it. But to bring in this idea that you guys... You know, like, you guys are supposed to... I, I get it. I I understand. But I just felt like that was such a um, easy cop-out to, to shaming her for what I think was a human mistake. Like, I agree, people shouldn't be hitting anybody, but, you know, we're humans. We're, at the end of the day, we're all, we all have limits, we all have triggers, we all have buttons. And for whatever reason, Candace pushed Monique's and that's just what happened, you know? So I was always team Monique, you know? And I I want to like Candace, I do. I really, really do. But I just can't get behind all the rules and regulations that she has for other people that she doesn't put on herself. Okay, and- I will say this: I about the past, um, the past season. I agree with you with the type of stip- you know rules they, they the rules they put on Monique. As black women, they were like, "Oh, we can't be this." As black women, we can't be that. And I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to. They're like, "Oh, we have to be the classy ones," you know and. And I felt like I understood where they were coming from, but at the same time, I wish they hadn't have said that because for me, it was like they were throwing shade at the Atlanta housewives. Like, oh, we can't be like them. As if you being in Potomac and uppity makes you any better than them. No, it doesn't, you know? It also like, justifies all the races that are saying, yeah, you see, Black women are violent. Mm-hmm. And, are- and I, I especially didn't like it that it was the two light-skinned girls it, let's we can talk we can get to Wendy eventually but it was a two it was a two light-skinned girls really you know coming at Monique hard talking about oh we can't be seen like this especially when one of them tried to fight Ashley exactly so that's why I more so appreciated Ashley and Karen's stance on it where they were just like girl you messed up but you got to handle that with her that's that's really what everybody should have done but instead the other two, well, the other three tried to bully her into that apology. And that was never going to work. Unfortunately, Candace got the brunt end of not getting that apology. I agree when they were like, people were like, uh, you you know, you can't give a, an apology at the reunion. It's too late. And I, I agree. Like, it, it doesn't look good. It looks like you waited for the cameras. You know what I mean? If you had texted her and she had you blocked and you had proof, fine. That You could say, I text you X on X date. 
and you had me blocked, but that's fine. I sent it and I released myself and I'm, I'm so sorry I did that, but she didn't. So that's the only thing. And I, I do find a little fault in Monique in the post because for me, the classiness was you saying you're not going back because Andy Cohen set you up, at, at, you know, editing set you up. Like you were set up to look like a monster for that reunion, for him to come eat you alive in front of everybody. No, especially not you, Andy Cohen, who has sat there on that fucking couch and let white women go to fucking exactly. war against each other. Then to, like, then to say, oh, when Monique talks about releasing a single, oh, so you're a musician now? Like condescendingly. What the fuck is tardy to the party? Like, like, stop. Thank you. You are biased. And I have, I've had, a, you know, I've had a moment oh. with Andy Cohen for a long time. And I told you about it. I was like, I do not like the way he treats black people on his show. Anyway, I think that's a good segue into the current uh, battle that's going on now. Mm-hmm. So, um, by the way, guys, me and Matthew haven't discussed this. This is the first time we're going to discuss this. So you're getting yeah. raw and real and as good as it gets. This is right, how- right, right. It would have sounded if it was just us on the phone because we're already aware that we're like on opposing sides. So let's get into it. Okay, so just to give you guys a backstory. So essentially what happened last weekend, it's a new girl, Mia. Uh, yeah, Monique's replacement is now at war with Candace because on the last episode before this, Candace was shooting a music video. And... Mia and Candace's mom are there and they're, you know, they're talking about the music video, asking questions like, where's the manager, which I get is a very valid question when you're at a music video, where's the manager, but I don't know if it's okay to team up with somebody's mom. You know what? No, let me not say anything. So yeah, they're basically, they're, t- they're talking about certain things that might be missing from the music video because things are going bad, right? So one of the housewives, Wendy, overhears that and tells Candace, right? Yeah, well, Mia asked Dorothy, which is Candace's mom, she asked her that if Chris, which is Candace's husband, is getting paid for being her manager since she's, like, doing this singing career on her own. She doesn't have a label behind her, so she's doing it all on her own. And so Mia just asked her mom, like, does is Chris getting paid for, for managing Candace? And that, like, sparked World War Three. so... Okay, so let's move on to the next topic, because we're going to come back to that. I think it all plays into it. So, then Giselle has this shady-ass dinner where all the girls are sitting outside in her driveway, because her home is unfinished. Um, and they have these little cue cards, and you should um, flip it over if what somebody says is reasonable, or flip it over if somebody what somebody says is shady, right? Yes. So if somebody says something, you flip it over if it's shady. Somebody says something that's reasonable, you flip it over as reasonable. So pretty simple instructions. So Candace gets there a little late and she sees what they're doing. And then Candace's um, comment was to Mia. She was like, yeah, so why were you at my music video asking my mom about if my husband, husband gets paid? You know, Candace asked her that. And then Mia's rebuttal was... You know, some, some, some. It was low budget. Right? I just wanted to make sure if it was low budget, <laughs> right? So, remind. She just asked her why was she asking this question at the. You know, why were you asking my mom all these things at my music video? All she had to say was, you know, I, I was honestly curious. Yeah, she definitely, you know? she definitely. But she, then she, she said it was low budget, which is a dig. I don't she care how you twist it. Story. It was a dig. So then, I don't know 
where y'all grew up, but Candace replied like anybody would have replied, and like I would have replied. She said, your mama low budget. And I said, period. Cut it. Like, cut it out. Give it. At this point, Candace does not know about the back story between Mia's mom. Mia's mom is a recovering drug addict. So anything about her mom is extremely super sensitive. Well, Candace well, also threw a knife at another girl for bringing up her mom, which, again, hypocrisy, but... Yeah, but, okay, that's, 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 that's not the same. So you um, can't compare... No, you cannot compare and contrast... You cannot compare and contrast your saying because I think I can speak for um for you know growing up in the black school when you say your mama that's just a dig to get you to shut the fuck up it's nothing really personal about your mom the your mama is just a rebuttal so oh you say something rude I'm gonna take what you said rude and say it about your mama so she basically said oh if I'm low budget your mama low budget so if you weren't throwing a dig then you shouldn't be mad that I called your mama low budget you get what I'm saying. I do, no, I understand what you're saying. So it, it was for for me. That was her showing equality. Oh, if I'm low budget, your mom low budget. Then this episode comes up, right? Where it's Wendy on, now is throwing like, throw. yeah, Wendy is now um doing this um like her, she, you know, every um year the housewives go on a trip. This is now Wendy's trip. Wendy has this nice little cottage or whatever the hell it is. Oh, actually, it's not a cottage. She made it clear that, but this nice little house on the beach where all the girls are coming in, right? So, I love that she gave Candace the last choice in room because honestly, it was fucked up that she chose Mia, ironically, to to be in the main house yes, and she threw yes. Wendy to the cottage. Yes. Okay. So here we get into the new house. Mind you, Mia's husband is being super cringe, right? Cringe. So the girls, Michael Darby cringe. It, he's the black Michael Darby. So the girls go into the room and they start talking about you know, I guess the other night or the other day when they were at the, you know, shady brunch and, you know, people were taking digs at one another. Mm -hmm. So then um, they try, from what I understand, to, you know, like, mend the situation between Candace and Mia. Now, Mia's sitting on the bed and Candace is sitting there, right? Mm -hmm. And Candace asked Mia again about (laughs) the, um, she's like, you know, well, I didn't really appreciate you saying my, you know, my, um, my, music video was low budget that's what candace said bro and then mia sticks her heels into the ground and says well i thought it was low budget like and for me being an adult candace did not come off aggressively when she said that she just said i didn't appreciate you saying my shit was low budget and mia stuck her heels in the ground she was like oh because i thought it was low budget like like all you had to say was you know what I shouldn't have said it was low budget. Let's move past it. But she did stick her heels in the ground. I'm not. Then, then the girls, this is the part where Candace kind of lost me is when, okay. They said, well, you took a dig at her mother. And they were like, yo, there's some things you don't know about her mother. So you need to be careful. Like, don't say her mother. It's very personal. And that's when Mia jumped on that bandwagon and was like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. She said, whatever she said, I forget, but it was a little aggressive, but I don't think Mia ever really jumped on that bandwagon. I don't think Mia is putting this victim. No, I'm not saying she jumped on the bandwagon, but I'm saying she replied aggressively at Candace after they said that, right? So then Candace said, Candace dug in her heels. What she shouldn't have done was come at her with any more you mama jokes, but she did. And then Mia walks out and then starts calling everybody broke. And it just trickles down from there. Then the salad throw... They start throwing salad and shit. They go back at it in the kitchen. Mia's like talking at the side. I don't think Mia was talking aggressively about Candace. She was just basically saying, "Where she's mean, you know." 
Then Candace says, well, bitch, I'm right here. Well, bitch, I'm right here. And then Candace says, you know, don't leave, don't finish it. Which are... Which is ironic. It's also ironic that she was like, get your hand on my face because last time that happened and she was on the other side, she got dragged. I think it's hilarious that this is the same girl that was crying and putting sticky notes on, you know, glass windows and all this bullshit and, you know, saying all of this crazy shit. And she's literally Monique this year. That's hilarious to me. I will stick that you should not be using, you cannot be getting in people's face waving fingers, right? You can't. You can't. I will, I, that, no, that is Candace's fault. I can give her that, but it does not make her, it does not just, it does not take away the blame from Mia. And that's where I think when I was looking at the tweets that people were losing me. And I was like, yo, these, I was like, yo, housewife stands are fucking insane. Because I like to think that when I look at a situation like this, you know, I don't even like Candace like that, right? Like, I, I think she's funny this season, but I still, Monique's still my bitch. So I think you need to be able to look at it from a, perspective where everybody has some responsibility in what's happening and Mia definitely holds 50% of the responsibility in everything that happened it is not and I think it's kind of disgusting that I do think it's kind of disgusting that everybody goes back to Candace getting beat up by Monique to try and justify that oh this is why you got your ass beat the first time and I, I was like for me it's like I don't know if you guys would have had the same reaction if this was like Giselle and I feel like that's what Giselle needs you know what I mean I feel like Giselle is the mastermind between everything but anyway um I mean my thing my thing is it it is 50 50 and everybody's making it seem like it's just Candace but it's not it that situation where her mom holds so much more weight than just oh she's asking about um if my husband's paid Mia did that in shade she did she did that because the cameras were there and she did that in shade. And not only that, everyone knows that Chris and Candace and her mom have issues because her mom is always trying to belittle Chris and the money that he makes. She's always been doing that. So for her to go there and say to her mother on her first time meeting her mother, like, is he being paid? That's that's marital problems that they're already having. And you're now dipping your as Candace would say, Bigfoot in and trying to stir the pot. Like, no. So Mia was wrong for that. She, in, in my opinion, she started it because nobody can say Candace didn't defend Mia. Candace was defending Mia from day one. She was defending Wendy and Mia all in the confessionals, all to the girls. Was she like being the biggest proponent like y'all need to stop? No, but she did make comments like, okay, y'all are doing too much. Let's bring this back. You know what I mean? So that's all I'm going to say. Candace didn't start it. Mia technically did, and Mia didn't have to call it low budget when Candace asked her about it. All Mia had to say was, you know what? I was genuinely trying to ask, but maybe I overstepped and, and kept it pushing, but she dug down and called it low budget. Should Candace have talked about her mom after finding out? Hell no. But at that point, I can blame Candace for that, but well, I can I honestly say it's out, Yeah, but you know, I will say, I do think Candace gets a lot of unnecessary hate. I mean, I don't really like her, but I'm not over here like, you know, sending her death threats and shit you know yeah people are crazy they are legitimately like in her yeah DMs, like sending her some fucking crazy shit i'm like grow up like, i mean last year, last year was fucking crazy too giselle robin all those girls were getting anyways but i think you know i'm not disagreeing with you that mia had all the like a big part in that fight i'm not disagreeing with you at all i'm not saying and mia is innocent i'm not even saying that you know the mama jokes were 
like love or they were like I get it I get that you know that was easy um I think what I just don't like about Candace is just the like I said the double standard the these rules apply to all of y'all but they don't apply to me and it not only with me Mia but like even with her feud with Ashley like she shames Ashley for so much and she shames her for being married to a white guy and yet you're married to a white guy just because he has a brown dick doesn't mean he's brown you know what i mean yeah no and, her choice of words like calling her his concubine and or slave shit like that. or yeah it's and just you know what you know what that that's where i'm like okay now it's a pot calling the kettle, kettle black you gotta chill like if you're gonna insult her i mean even though she, I mean, candace insults are disgusting sometimes i mean calling a new mother wide body ass wide face i mean she tries to hit somebody she She tries to make finisher insults so she doesn't have to argue with you no more and you know maybe that's why i'm just like oh you fucked up you need to apologize but at the same time i've been there i know i know what it's like to just be like okay i'm about to argue with you but i'm gonna take you out in the first sentence so we don't got to keep doing this you know um and i think that she needs to reflect on why she's doing something like that but i don't equate saying your mama's low budget to Ashley and her in the house after Ashley was saying this is your mama's house I, that's not the same I, there was, I mean we it, it is on that but and I, I think do. it's I will say it may be a culture difference because I grew up with like that being the first year like Adria and me do that all the time like I say something rude to Adria Adria's like your mama and I never take it as oh damn my mama's that no Adria's like oh if you're gonna say that to me you gotta be okay with saying it to your mama because it's rude period so that's how I take that as, and that's what your mama jokes are. Well, and you know, I don't even I, think Mia Mia's only triggered because of who her mom has is and has dealt with. Like, if it was a regular day, if she had said that to anybody else in the group, it probably wouldn't have hit like that because they'd be like, "Okay, I know how these jokes run," you know. So that's why I think everybody else watching who probably hasn't grown up in that culture also is probably like, "Oh, you can't say that." Blah blah. I was like, "Girl." Well, aside Girl. from the whole mama jokes and like aside from that, it's also the like don't put your hand in my face. Like that was literally she was putting herself in Monique's shoes, and it's ironic because she was being told the same thing that she's telling me of that. And watch your mouth is another one that was like, "Girl, you're not the one saying watch your mouth." Like it's just it's insane, and I think that is why it's so easy for people to hate Ken is because she tries. I think it's just annoying when you present yourself as this wordsmith, like she likes to say, and you drag people and and you throw shade and all this. And, you know, I do think her shade is a little crude, but I don't like to judge because I feel like shade is shade. If she wants to go far, let her go far. But you can't have that energy and then cry right after. No, that's that's fair. No, that's fair. You, you cannot be like this be little crying, badass who's going to drag all the girls. And then. But it doesn't make. What I think my problem is, is there was no accountability for Mia. And Mia has proven, proven even after the show has been filmed, that she's full of shit. You know what I mean? Like, let's, let's not forget, she randomly attacks people on Twitter. And then she, instead of owning up for her fucked up tweet, she says, my publicist has been fired because I don't know what she was saying. I was like, Mia, you tweeted that shit to Escala this morning. And then you, you saw the reaction you got 
Yeah. And you didn't like it, and then you scapegoat it to the, your imaginary publicist. Like, oh, I hope Scarlett gets a champagne flute next year. And she does. But... Oh, she deserves it more than a lot of these girls. But I, that's that's why I'm like, we cannot sit here and just be like, oh, Candace, Candace, Candace. No, Mia, Candace, Mia, Candace, For Mia, sure. Candace. That's what it is. That's that's it, that's what it is. Like, Candace can say, Candace shouldn't be saying all that, right? But Mia triggered. So. And Wendy's been saying it for what three episodes now? Like at Mia keep poking the bear. Candace got a mouth on her. Like, and I, like, it's not like I don't hold Candace accountable. I do. I just don't find her being a hypocrite. She shouldn't be saying those things. I just think Mia triggered her. And when you're in that situation, you're heated. You don't say what you want to say. And Which whereas I, I whereas I think Mia should have taken it down because if Candace walked in the room, hop hot mama ready to start the fight and was t- taking her out from get-go. I'd be like, Candace, Candace, Candace. Like, no. But she didn't. Every time she came at Mia, it was in a level tone. It was a regular-ass question. Like, why would you ask that? Why mm-hmm. did you ask that? And Mia took immediate defense and then attacked her verbally. Yeah. So that's why I was like, uh, you know, like... I I'm think another reason but... why Candace is very easily hated by fans is because she has an air of entitlement and privilege to her that is very strange considering that, you know... I mean, it's just very strange because she likes to shame people like she likes to shame me on for being a stripper she likes to shame ashley for you know bit married an older white man like she likes to shame people for the experiences and the lives that she lived that that they have or that they live and it just there's there's just this air of i'm better than you because i had a good childhood and i had a um a privileged background with um with a mom that took care of me. And I think that is another reason why a lot of people don't like her because there's this yes. spoiled little brat persona that, that she has. Yes, and I think people who are zooming into those comments without realizing why she says it, they're watching for one side. You know what I mean? So you can watch and like, and like me and just be like, I don't give a fuck where this ends as long as Giselle doesn't win. You know what I mean? Like, that's really how I watch. So that's why I was able to look at both sides and be like, huh, because I like Mia and I like Candace this season. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's why I think I can watch that. But she only said those things. Because if you remember, she was defending Mia in the beginning. She only said those things after she felt attacked. And, and does that justify her saying it? Hell no. Were some of them funny? Fuck yes. I, like, if you're watching, like I'm watching, some of that shit was actually fucking funny. Like, I was sitting there crying when she said um, <laughs> Bigfoot to Chris. And Chris knew he wanted to laugh, but he was on live TV. So all I'm saying is um, you, I'd, people, some, I feel like people watch, and they, they were waiting for this moment. They yeah. literally watched to watch Candace fuck up one time mm-hmm. and, and then, then say, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> like, am I going to say Candace is going to be the holier than thou all season? No, but I can say in this fight that I am honestly – 50-50. I don't have a, I don't have a favorite. I don't have a loser. But I will say that Mia started it. I don't. I don't. I'm like Tennis ain't my fave, but Mia started it. I'm and like Mia, 49. Mia is, a, <laughs> Mia is a shit starter, bro. Mia is a shit starter. She had no business on the. Can you think of anybody's mother in the world that you would walk up on the first time meeting them and then start to then dig into their relationship 
with her husband and their financials. There, there's nobody's. There's nobody that would do that. She did that on purpose. I mean, she was definitely trying to be shady. Um, I, I'm on. I'm on. And this is the reaction she got. So it doesn't justify it, but what do they say? Don't throw any stones when you live in glass houses. Mia's mom is her glass house. And she was throwing hard-ass cinder blocks at Candace. And Candace was like, girl, I'll bring that glass house come crashing down. Well, that actually kind of applies to Candace, too, because Candace has made her mother and the relationship she has with her mother a huge part of her storyline since she was introduced. So you, like, it, it, so she, she didn't start that. it. Yeah. I can see if she started it, but she. But my thing is, this is the first time you're meeting this woman. You and her don't have any history, and this is what you're gonna say, like, "Hello, how are you doing?" It's, it's not like the mother came up to me and I was like, "Is Chris getting paid?" She didn't say that. Mia went up to her and said that. You know, anything her mother was saying to the the girls was wrong, and I think Candace definitely needs to address that with her mama because you can't be up in my friends talking shit about my husband. No, fuck that. That is between Candace and her mom, but for Mia to bring that to her mother, and she beat Giselle to the punchline. How? Yeah, even you know? Giselle was like, I want to know. I I just think that's why because it may have it may have been received a little better had it been Giselle. It'd be like, bitch, you shady motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, no, you, you full of shit. And and she knows Giselle. She has history. She don't got no history with Mia. Mia fresh out the box, and she's starting to, you know. So that's why I think. The duality there isn't the same. It's just like Candace Glasshouse is her mom and Chris's relationship. That's her Glasshouse. So if she was throwing rocks at somebody like, you know, like, you know, Michael was having issues with Ashley's mom. If she was throwing rocks at that relationship, then I'd be like, oh, girl, you and your, you and your, you know, love triangle ain't doing too hot either. But she wasn't. She was fucking dancing in front of cars. And Mia was throwing shade. And then she heard about it. She asked her about it. Mia took the vents, called her low budget, and Candace replied. And that's when all hell broke loose. So that's what, that's the only reason why I don't agree with the internet because I feel like they have been waiting for Candace to get shut down or ha- have a mistake. Give it next episode looks promising for them, so they can have all the blame they want on Candace. But I just think this fight definitely started by Mia. Um, I'm more I'm more forty nine fifty one to be honest, just because you're stubborn, and I just I really really did want to like her, but I just. I think it's a personal thing, like you know. The- oh, I do. I think so too. I think like a lot of people deal with spoiled brats. I can't. I can't handle people like that. I cannot handle spoiled brats because then I'm gonna start noticing the double standards. I'm gonna start noticing you talking shit about somebody's white husband, but you have a white husband. I'm gonna start noticing you talking shit about somebody had to be a stripper, but your mom paid for. It. Like I'm gonna start noticing all that shit, and I'm gonna look at you like mm-hmm. okay. But I think well, all I want you to do is to be able to put a wall up on certain things, right? Yeah. So is she talking about her being a stripper out of nowhere? Like when Mia first introduced it, she didn't say all this. If she had said all this when Mia first introduced it, I think that would speak more about her character. Or is she now saying that in anger to hurt Mia because Mia has now overstepped her boundaries? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the divide. So I, that's why I, I don't think the blame or the um, I don't think that can be attached to her character. Should she you learn to handle her anger better? Fuck yes. I'm not defending her saying it. I'm just not going to attach it to her actual character because I think she said out of anger and 
Well, which I mean, one I, of us has not said something we definitely regret out of anger immediately as a rebuttal? We all have. I Like I said, I think Candace lives with a set of rules for everybody that don't apply to her. And I think that gets a little annoying. And I don't know why, truthfully, I really I think why. that there's a lot of people in this world who deal with people like Candace and they didn't get their chance to beat them up. <laughs> so, so to see that on TV, waiting for her to fuck up again, they can now say, oh, this is the bitch that got beat up. Go get Monique. Call Monique. Apologize to Monique. I think that's what it is. I think that people aren't able to separate this being somebody that they don't know and this being a curated version of them on TV versus the bitch that lived down the street from them who's doing the exact same shit. I, I that's I think that's the difference because I'm I'm looking I'm like oh maybe y'all really some hardcore housewife stands who this is your you know this is your this is your universe whereas I'm sitting here like on the outside like I like this show I like seeing black women on this show like they're mm-hmm. funny they make funny confessionals and I see and I'm like oh wow you both could have handled that differently yes. you know and and bitches like no 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 Candace always popping out at the mouth where's Monique. Drag Monique, Monique, come here. Monique, Monique, Monique. Monique don't want y'all. Monique has cut y'all off twice now. Let her go. She don't want y'all. Monique don't want y'all. What I love about Potomac, though, is that these kind of conversations exist. The fights and the feuds are not, like, good versus evil. All the girls are very complex and dynamic. They're all villains and heroes in their own way. You know, you have Giselle being a monster to the girls, but she's like an amazing mom when you see her with her daughters getting. And they drag her in for everybody. Yeah, and it's amazing. And I I don't know. I I I I love that Potomac has gone. You know, a lot of people don't like that it's so contentious, and there are a lot of people like against Candace. But I also feel like there are there's the same amount of people that I are like that love her, especially after last year. Like I think Candace's fan base grew so much because of last year. Moral of the story, guys, go watch the real house of Potomac because you're missing the fuck out. <laughs> right. Please y'all go watch Potomac and tell us your opinions. <laughs> I some of my friends watch this, so I know they're gonna be like, girl, and I I'm really interested to see w- what they gather from this. Yeah, they By the her. way, these all these girls are gorgeous. Like, yep, all of them. Candace, they are, beautiful. and I hate Giselle, but she's pretty. Um, all of them are like there's, at, I at, and I, I think bottom of the story is no matter what whose side you're on, fuck Giselle, bro. Like I um, said, moral of the story: go watch Potomac because you're missing out on right. Moral of the story: go watch Potomac. See what Noel and I are debating about. Thank you so much for listening. Um, you can follow us and give us your own opinions on uh, my. Instagram handle is Noel Salices and Matt. That guy, Mateo. And just be on the lookout for the next episode of Eminem. All right. Thank you, guys.